Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Extra episode, our review of Wakanda Forever. I'm Kaylin. I'm Ryan. And I'm Brent Wingate. A long shadow is cast over Wakanda as the movie both mourns the loss of actor Chadwick Boseman and introduces a major MCU figure, Namor, and the follow-up Black Panther of Shuri. Um, you know, that's our short synopsis of it. Uh-huh. If you haven't seen it yet, you should probably go see it. Overall, I think we all like it. Give them money so they make more movies like it. Here's a longer synopsis. All right, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, which refers to how long the movie is, grapples with the new status quo Wakanda has set on the world stage. Vibranium is valuable, and boy, oh boy, do those colonizers want it. They even go so far as to build machines to find in the ocean. <laughs> Namor doesn't want the secret of his city, Talo Khan, to be discovered, and he wants the inventor of the machine found and killed. Very sensible. After finding the inventor, Riri Williams, and escalating back and forth between Wakanda and Talokan foments until eventually Queen Ramona is killed. Shuri becomes the Black Panther, and Namor agrees to an uneasy alliance which spares the life of Riri, but keeps his city hidden. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, Chadwick Boseman's death hangs heavy on the movie. Yes. The first 20 minutes are kind of devoted to his funeral and how each of the characters responds in the immediate aftermath, but it's... it carries on throughout the movie i think in a way that feels satisfying that you know you're not you don't have these characters who are like they have an issue and then it just goes away and you forget it by the third act right what did you guys think about the funeral specifically and and the way that all of it was handled um i thought it was very well handled it was beautiful it was uh melancholy i definitely choked up a few times i think i choked up uh the first time was when you see like the Marvel logo and, you know, they go through like yeah. all the various characters and it's so, so heavily good. focused on yeah. T'Challa and Chadwick Boseman. And I'm like, oh God, like um, I was just sort of transported back to 2020 when we found out that he passed away. And I was like, shit, this man, this uh, phenomenal actor uh, is gone. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's going to definitely hang over this movie. Although the funeral scene was really tastefully handled. Um, you could feel like the actors were really this was their outlet to like outpour their grief ryan coogler it was his outlet to outpour his uh, grief ryan coogler being the director of course um i also love um the the way that the culture uh in wakanda which is similar to a lot of other cultures is instead of wearing black to a funeral you wear white yeah yeah uh it's true in like hindu uh culture as well like uh um like specifically like when if a, a husband passes away, the wife wears a white sari afterwards. So, like, the white is very... It's 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 a symbol of, of mourning versus black. Well, so that, with a little bit of consistency with that, in Black Panther, just after T'Chaka was killed, uh, uh, Ramona is wearing a white dress to greet um, yeah. um, T'Challa. And when T'Challa's on the astral plane, he's wearing all white Yeah, uh, when talking to his father. That last visual of them showing the city and everyone's in the white just it, it stays in my mind it, it was really it was really well done yeah i also like how they sort of justified his death um I, I think it i think it was done well and it's honestly just reminiscent of how he actually passed to so i yeah kind of kept it to himself and by then it was just a shock to everyone yeah no um it was art imitating life uh which i think is the right way to do well, it versus in the scene where Shuri's like uh, they're like you should go see him and then she doesn't it's so sad yeah and, um, 
I think that there is one weirdness to it that is unavoidable, which is that T'Challa, or sorry, Chadwick Boseman passed away. And then it takes a very long time to have this kind of homage to him. And I think that there is a weird extended grief that has been, that we just feel, you know, kind of culturally. It's, yeah. it's a shame that something like this couldn't have happened sooner, I think, because there's this, I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm the only one who felt it, but there's this like protraction. Like finally, I feel like they've done this. Uh, I don't think I, I guess yeah. I had more of it when I saw what if and that was his like last voice acting role. Yeah, I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if there's a way to avoid it. I, I mean, just the just amount of the time. Timing and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I thought, you know, the most uh, thing that I can compare it to is when Carrie Fisher passed away while like the Star Wars, tri- the new, yeah. the latest Star Wars trilogy was being made. And, you know, she passed away at the end of 2016. And then a year later, Last Jedi come, came out and she's in it. And she almost dies in the movie, and it felt awkward. Yeah. Like, the yeah. whole thing, like, I couldn't process her passing away. And also, that year, uh, the year that she did die, Rogue One came out, and you had a CGI younger Carrie Fisher in there, which felt very uncanny valley. I really didn't like it. I think this was so much more tasteful. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, the status quo right now is that the heart-shaped flower that Killmonger had destroyed in Black Panther is still destroyed. Shuri cannot figure out how to replicate it and blames herself for um, T'Challa's death. Um, uh, Queen Ramonda, is it, sorry, is it Ramona or Ramonda? Ramonda. Ramonda, sorry about that. Um, She is now the leader of Wakanda, and um, the strength of Wakanda is being put into question by nations who are trying to get vibranium. Um, One way in which they are doing it is by searching the oceans. Apparently, Wakanda isn't the only place that has vibranium. Uh, what do you think of this geopolitical position that Wakanda is in, and how do you feel about uh, Ramonda being the queen as opposed to, say, Shuri? So this is the first like thing right after the sort of funeral thing, and the doors slam open, and she walks in and just starts immediately like acting her fucking ass off. So I think she's the perfect figurehead for like right. Yeah. It's it's so perfect. She's so good. Angela Bassett kills this fucking role. Like yeah. it's, I. Uh, it makes the most sense for her to take over, honestly. And then from and your... it's so impactful for later, too, when she... Absolutely, when she passes away. Um, I, to your earlier question about um, uh, Talokan and Wakanda being the only countries that have vibranium, I think it makes a lot of sense because there's a lot of thematic through lines that happen from the first movie about uh, colonial colonialism and anti-colonialism that have to happen here. And you see... Talokan is being sort of the mirror image of Wakanda in its own way, but having to having uh, coming from more col- you know sort of colonial roots than Wakanda's. Wakanda has always been a little bit isolated because vibranium came to the land. They were able to create this like very advanced society and protect it from the outside world, whereas Talokan came from the uh, the offspring of actual colonialism and like what the Spaniards did to Mesoamerica uh, and the natives who lived there. Um, it was absolutely, I think it's a really strong thematic um, point that the movie is making. And I really liked like this sort of like parallel between the two societies. So I think it's interesting that, you know, Wakanda believes that they've got the only supply of vibranium and that there's some part of having vibranium that kind of makes people protective and 
yeah. hoard it a little bit. Yeah. Um, do you think there's any possibility that there's another, any other s- secret societies that... It's called Latveria. Latveria definitely has yeah. it too. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that, that can be fun. So there's... when we the Really, the only way we see the geopolitics play out outside of Telecon and Wakanda is by the U.S. ambassadors saying to Ramonda, you guys promised us stuff. You're not delivering on it. And France saying, we want your fucking weapons. France gimme, gimme, evil. gimme. France yeah. is evil. That's yeah. what I learned. That's what I learned about this movie. Yeah. yeah. Did you feel like there was a parallel with like what's happening in the X-Books right now, too, with... Uh, with Krakoa saying, yes, we'll help you, and then the world saying, you're not giving us enough. Totally. And when people say Krakoa couldn't work in the MCU, I was like, bitch, look at this, honestly. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. It absolutely could. Uh, yeah. I, I just hate French people now. That's all, that's all I'm now? Saying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, what? No. There is, a, there is a certain, well, I don't know. It's a, it's a hard balance because I don't think we got to see much of how Wakanda actually is helping the rest of the world. Yeah. And so when... The, the movie says you're not doing enough and they don't show us all the things that Wakanda's doing. I, I'm left in a weird position to go, yeah, Maybe I agree. they're not, yeah. Because, because there are plenty of countries that promise to do things to help other people and then they absolutely do not deliver on those promises. The, the, when they were at that outpost thing where they sort of like, where those assassins were like there, um, I, I, I wanted to see more of that on how Wakanda is doing outreach like that. I wanted to kind of just get a bigger picture of what they're kind of doing this now. movie was two hours and 40 minutes I know, already I know. and honestly like make I, it a tv show yeah there you go <laughs> well they are i could have used more like honestly some of the character moments too i wanted more of the people yeah and they general. are doing a tv series right with Okoye. yeah it's, yeah. it's stalled right now but yeah they are doing it at some okay yeah so namor reveals his existence to wakanda he's able to get through their security systems because no one thinks to go through the water yeah can you imagine um and he reveals the existence of Talokan and that he wants the whoever invented uh, the machine to find vibranium captured and killed. I think it makes sense to task Wakanda with it because yes. they are at fault for making the, the amount of vibranium known and desired and hunted for. Yes. Uh, but I do not understand the motivation to kill Riri. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. This is where... It- Great movie. This is where it falls apart. One college student was the only person to be able to. And I'm shoot. I'm assuming she's using vibranium to find vibranium too. That it's a endless well, that, circle. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, where does she get the original first? It, vibranium? But okay, so she's the only person that can do it, and her her model is not utilized by other scientists and spe- people in these special sort of I know where you have I know we have to introduce Riri I know I, we do I'm willing it's, to it, suspend my disbelief it's a real it's, stretch baby it's the Marvel Universe and you have these sort of prodigies out there of course mm-hmm. you know and they're really trying to elevate her on like kind of a Tony Stark-esque level and whenever they introduce him Reed Richards-esque level intellect and uh, I will believe that this like incredibly gifted MIT student did this, and I can believe that it got sold because she was selling all her shit on the black market but anyway. But what if they have the plan, so why would you go after the creator of this? I, but the, the government already has the plan but for this. But I, I think one way to the no prize explanation for that is uh, Namor 
doesn't understand the concept of replicating, you know, something because they don't have that kind of advanced like sort oh, of. Oh, so you're calling him dumb. I don't think that you're calling him dumb. I mean, I think no, that I think it's I'm interesting not. if you think about the different ways that we record information and how that's transferred, that telecon might just have a completely different system and way of thinking about information sharing that maybe there's some parallel that they have to like an internet, but it does not look it goes back to the person that's creating it rather than just the information actually being out there. Well, the person that's... who creates it is the person who has that knowledge. And so if you kill them, they can't do it again. They already have it. That... So wild. But there's that. And the other thing is also uh, Riri, as a scientist, the symbol of um, uh, Talokan getting discovered. And so as the leader of his people, Namor wants to make a symbolic strike against who that is. I mean, if you think about it, the United States, 10 years after 9-11 happened, it's like we're still trying to find Osama bin Laden. He wasn't a threat to us. Yeah. But us taking him out was incredibly symbolic and cathartic for the people who still had trauma after 9-11. And that 9 -11. was also stupid. I, I like that a lot <laughs> wow. more as an explanation because it's pretty dumb for the Wakandans to not say, hey, by the way, we have these things, computers. That information is everywhere now. You, Anyone can now make that. But the the the, the deterrence, I think, is a more interesting. Eh, I, I Her intro is still enjoyable. I, 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 I liked her fine. Yeah. Uh, wh why... Why Why did they have to split up for the car chase? <gasps> what was the purpose Wait, of it? What is Kugler's obsession with a car chase? Well, you got to give you got to have some action. Kugels, you got to have some there? action. And that, that action, was a pretty good car chase. I liked it. That action includes. That was I like when she stabbed it and then it like did a weird like backwards. That was yeah, fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually it just causes the car to crash. But when she does it, nope. it's able to nope, pivot nope, nope. and turn. It didn't really penetrate anything that was vital to the car. Yeah. Either, so that's great. Um, <laughs> really, it missed all the vital organs. Yeah. There's a moment. There's a moment where you're supposed to like the. Um, Okoye and Shuri are driving their Mustangs and the police have blocked off the bridge and Riri comes in and blows up eight police officers in a horrific fire. And you're supposed to cheer for that. And I did. Why couldn't Shuri be in the car? Why was she insisting on that motorcycle? I don't understand. I don't know it why they, no, no you have to get in the car and I have to get no, on the motorcycle. I gotta be on and then she like it's like i'm also driving the car too and akoya's just like can i just do something can i do something i have the spear also, where was their backup if it's just the two i'm maybe they want to be a little uh less Subtle. suspicious yeah, yeah but like a few more definitely plot mechanics driving the whole thing totally no pun intended <laughs> uh but also the thing that annoyed me the uh, like the aftermath of that when uh shuri gets captured and riri gets captured um when you have uh, Queen Ramonda basically like just going after Okoye, it's like I trusted you. I'm stripping you of your ranks. I'm like, all right, that, that seemed a little extra. Well, I did not it, love that. Scold her later after she's like, we get Shuri back. Yes, like, exactly. Get let her get Shuri back and then hold her account. It was a little I, weird. It was, it was a little weird for her to like strip her of her title and all that stuff, and then immediately go to Lupita, who is basically abandoned Wakanda a little bit. We know why later, obviously, yeah. but um, to go to th that person and be like, you need to help me. Well, only you. I mean, <laughs> only you. Well, Nakia <laughs> makes sense because of her ability to. She's a spy. She's ability to blend into uh, whatever she knows society. Every fucking language. <laughs> every language. Come on. Is there she's any, a mutant. She's actually is, cipher. Is there I any don't, you the don't know? 
Yeah. It's Lupita. Yeah, I mean. To be she, fair, I think Lupita does actually know every language. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, IRL. Yeah, um, but Nakia is like the person you want, you because like Okoye is a blunt object, whereas like uh, uh, Nakia is like just a scalpel. Just a scalpel. Yeah, I exactly. Love her so much. I was I I was mad that we weren't seeing her sooner, honestly, in the movie because I knew she was in it. So I was like, where? Is she? Yes, I'm obsessed with her. I did. She's say, so good. So the the capturing of Shuri and the response from Queen Ramonda, I think, I enjoy a lot as an escalation. You can understand why how one side is doing one thing, why another side is doing another thing, and they're both misinterpreting each other. Yeah. yeah. The area where it starts to fall apart a little bit for me, okay, is when Nakia shows up to free Shuri and Riri, and uses a sound cannon mm-hmm. to shoot an Atlantean. Atalakan. Atalakan, sorry. And that, and legitimately seemed like but just nothing a nice else, lady. Nothing too. else seems to hurt them except for a sound cannon. I don't understand. They should have used that in the final battle. They should. Oh. Yeah, they could have just been firing that off all around. So that that is a, and that a part where a person dies. And that woman was basically doing nothing. A little, Nakia, that's a little bit... It was a little harsh. Harsh, yeah. 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 But I, to your point, I do like the idea of like these little thing, not that killing somebody isn't a little <laughs> thing, but these things wow, just okay. help escalate like just tension upon tension. And I like that there wasn't a Baron Zemo-esque like person like who's like pulling the strings. Yeah. You know, this was just like. It was just like this... a s- sweet wet nurse that was there, like just helping out. Well, I just mean like. Emphasis but... on wet because of the, where they live. Yeah. yeah. Continue. <laughs> Wow. And because of what yeah, Tena Cuarta does And also you. they were sucking yeah. at her boots. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, these two societies that, you know, are just trying to protect themselves, they just find themselves at odds. I really like that, like, the that Ryan Coogler went, made this decision. Marvel allowed him to make this decision versus, you know, there had to be some external, like, malevolent threat that's pulling, like, these people together. So let's talk about the motivation for Namor. He is a, you know, he is a direct victim of colonization. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, you know, killed his his family. Uh, they desecrated their bodies. And, um, you know, he is he is very experienced in seeing how colonizers can take resources and abuse the populations without without any discretion. So his his primary motivate his initial motivation was let's send a message. Let's kill Riri. We don't want to be found. A secondary motivation comes out that he wants an allyship with Wakanda. Eventually, this builds to where he is threatening Wakanda. I will destroy you unless you're my ally. Do you think that is a sensible political motivation? I don't think it's sensible, but I think it's very real. It's very like, think George W. Bush. If you're not with us, you're against us. Do you think he? Uh, do you think he's so like? All I'm getting is that Talokan is the Bush administration. Yeah. After 9/11, You've brought up a lot of that. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you? You think... mean the biggest geopolitical thing that happened in the last 20 years? Sure. Okay. Um. Uh. Do you? Do you think he sees like a kinship between? Like, obviously, we're in the same boat. And I mean, I think yeah. just Wakanda doesn't see it the same way he does, and so that's the real. I think he sees white Europeans as the enemy for obvious reasons. He sees that both societies. Same have this incredibly valuable mineral that can be utilized in a variety of ways. Yeah. Um, and he sees that both societies want to keep hidden away from the outside world. And so an a- alliance makes a lot of sense. Uh, but I also think he's somebody who is 
just smart enough to be dangerous, and I mean that in every which way, mm-hmm. that his 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 approach to diplomacy is uh, with, the, with the spear instead of the olive branch. And a lot of people are critiquing, not to skip to the end, we'll get to it, but like the, his motivations didn't make sense, and I think he's actually planning this whole time a lot better. So even the, his motivations at the end made sense because he's actually thinking about the situation. He's not just acting out of He's no, learning. Hey, and there's a little there's a little bit of maliciousness too, which I sort of like that you don't really get until the end. Cuz he's he's Namor's a dick in the comics and he's a bit of a dick here too. And I want him to remain Speaking that. of dick, we needed to see more of his. Yeah, okay, so Thank this you. erasure uh by the, the CGI thing. team to remove his penis, his bowl. To remove his <laughs> whole penis. <laughs> That's what they did. They literally neutered him. They massacred my boy. <laughs> the, I don't like it. They colonized Show his Show us the bulge. I know. God it damn was a, it. If you're going uh, to give him fair, those high-waisted mermaid man to be fair, trunks. Weren't you like sometimes just like... When he was coming out of the water, you're like, let me just say. <laughs> Weren't you just like, I'm going to look down, but I'm also going to pay him respect. Yeah. I'm definitely going to look down. Well, you're supposed hey, to hey, bow hey, to hey. a kid. My, uh, my, my eyes are up here, and my ankled wings are down here. Yeah. Oh, speaking of those feather wings, real quick. I love that they made a rattlesnake noise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, He's the uh, the feathered serpent. Yeah. Kukul cool Khan. I, cool yeah. Khan. Uh, yeah, that it was really offensive that they did that. Um, elephant in the room. Why doesn't he have a widow's peak? Makes me mad. He's like no. he infamously has a widow's peak in the comics. I mean, it's it, fine. that's one of his defining characters. Look, other it, than that, dick. <laughs> if we can avoid the hair mistakes of Doctor Strange, I, <laughs> yeah. I oh, will. You know what? I'll take his hair as it is, Brett. Yeah. You are exactly right. Look, no. <laughs> my whole thing with Namor, I think they did a really good job. He's got to be two things. He's got to be sexy as fuck. Yes, he's mm-hmm. got to be arrogant as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to see, I wanted him to be a little like flirty, a little slutty. I, yes. That that was missing more than and the I, widow's peak in the dick. I'm yeah. hoping, especially when Fantastic Four is introduced and stuff like Seduce that. Seduce Sue yes, Storm. I think we need a li- just a, li- a scotch more of that. A little I would dabble, say do you? 40% more bitchy, hoary, yeah. you know? A little bit. So but he's a gr- he did a great job, honestly. Yeah. So uh, Nakia has killed uh, Talo Khan. Namor decides he's going to hit back harder and attacks Wakanda, really making them look like a bunch of chumps. Yeah. Very quickly. What? Uh, because apparently Talo Khan's only innovation with vibranium is some water grenades. That are super effective. Yeah. A jewelry. Also jewelry. Oh, chunky they have, jewelry. They have some great jewelry. Chunky, yeah. chunky jewelry. Don't say that as a negative in any way. <laughs> I know, their, baby. I, their jewelry is iconic. <laughs> you should wear that. I want I want a feathered serpent helmet, but I know that that's appropriation and I should not be <laughs> Don't do it. So um, in the attack on Wakanda, Namor kills Queen Ramonda by drowning her in a high-rise building. Um, that was tough. What did you guys? How did you guys feel seeing that fold out? Did you think this is really stupid, or that the that the water that the window technology on Wakanda is so amazing that no water would leak out? Well, the, it's vibranium windows, but yeah. um, <laughs> all the glass is also vibranium. Yeah, it's double paned. Um, I think the plot demanded it so i was like fine like she had to die yeah yeah for sure to you know go into like you know act three as black panther 
as ultimately, you know, being the heir to her family. Like she needed that motivation. I also like it as a way of um, giving Riri more fidelity to Wakanda. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm okay with the justification that she, she basically could have gotten out, but she went back for Riri and that's why she sort of passed away because she helped Riri at the end of the day. Yeah. So now she went out like a hero. So yeah. now Wakanda is preparing for war. They also have another funeral for uh, Angela Bassett. We didn't talk about the flood damage though. Okay, what do you want to talk about the flood damage? What's the insurance policy out there? You know what I mean? What's we going gotta on? We got to get to the contract with this, baby. <laughs> Wakanda what, has what uh, is that? Yeah, abolished all insurance, and so the infrastructure, oh, government infrastructure It really for it. is the best nation ever. It's the best society ever, yeah. Um, so there are these super suits that... Power Ranger suits. The Power Ranger suits that Shuri keeps trying to build that Okoye has no interest in because they look ugly as fuck. And she's not wrong. She's yeah. correct. Yeah. They look terrible, but uh, I can't. I don't understand why Akoya's motivation to not want to wear a, a suit that gives you even more power and strength for battle. I, well, I think they they do a really good job of uh, setting that up early in the film when you had like the, the French mercenaries attack the you know the Wakandan facility. Yeah. Uh, as you know, the Dora Milaje, their 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 weapon is the spear. That is like historically, traditionally, that's always been um, uh, what they have. Uh, but then you have Michaela Cole's character, whose name is escaping me, using the uh, vibranium daggers that yeah. Shuri created. And Okoye yes. is like, no, that is not our weapon. Our weapon is the spear. So the suit of armor, the Power Ranger outfit, as Ryan mentioned, that is more than the spear. Like Okoye does feels like she doesn't need that because it is. That would dishonor her and dishonor the way that the uh, Dora Milaje have fought. But the fact that she gets expelled from Dora Milaje gives, gives her a little loophole to use the armor. Um, someone on the internet, please do a supercut of when they when they arrive and just goes go go Power Ranger. Like why why aren't we doing that? Like <laughs> what, what? Why don't you do it? Why don't you do it? You lazy I bitch. don't know internet. Learn a thing or two. About you know the dark webs. Um, okay, the the Power Ranger outfits, uh, <laughs> they look like Abe Sapien, don't they? A little bit. Yeah. It looks so much like, I couldn't not think about that every time they were putting one on. I will say I appreciate the comic accurate uh, Ironheart armor. I, yeah. thought, well, I thought it looked well, really good. Did you it's like the, com the, com different the comic accurate re-rebuilding that technology with a hammer? Why is she <laughs> using a hammer did to he? make a suit? It's stupid, yeah. Um, did she doesn't have the level of precision you'd need for a, a, an Iron Man Why? suit? Like that? Why? Because it. she's a girl. Because she's got hands, and we're we're stupid apes. How? Because we're not we're not machines with lasers and cutting ability. Brent, I will remind you, she's the only person in the entire world that could come up with a vibranium finding machine. Yeah. So, okay. So she I'm, doesn't have I'm fine with that, but you need to make <laughs> these two metal creases fit together perfectly. It's because they're trying to evoke the first Iron Man movie totally. where you had Tony Stark do that. So you got to have exactly. Riri do that too. It's, do it on the first one. No, that's exactly. Do it on the junk one. Uh, show, show a little montage of her hammering out a little. She's getting heart, her hands though. dirty. What do you? What do you what's, did, what's wrong? Did they with ever you? call her Ironheart or no, anything? No, okay. no, I didn't yeah. think so. Yeah. No, no, no. I think they will in Armor Wars. Oh, you girl, you have a heart of iron. Do you think? Wait a minute. That's giving me an idea. <laughs> yeah. Do you think? Um, they said heart so many times in this heart-shaped flower. Yeah. Um, 
do you think at some at some point like they're gonna change the outfit again? Like when yeah. she's yeah. Yeah, 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 I want to. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad that she had to leave it there. Too. So using <laughs> the makes sense. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Using Telecon jewelry, uh, Shuri is able to uh, recreate the heart shaped flower and uh, but 3D printer. Yeah, well, I I really actually like that it takes that third data point in order to crack the code. How will we know if it works? It'll glow. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah like... it glows immediately. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> you couldn't just try it. Okay, so no. when when uh, Shuri enters the astral plane, it's not the astral plane. Sorry, what is it? The, it's just it's the the, it's the spirit, spirit realm. Spirit, the spirit, spirit realm. realm yeah. yeah. Um, she instead of seeing her mother, sees Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Love that twist. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? It may- <laughs> I think I just said. I well, yeah, you you railroaded me. I I don't have a question now. I loved it because she is driven by revenge because her whole family is gone. Her dad was killed. Her brother died of a mysterious illness that he kept from everybody. Her mother was killed. Of course, like revenge is going to motivate her, and it's so interesting because Killmonger uh, was like the sort of uh, beta version of Namor. Yeah, you know, somebody who is. Uh, so driven by the injustices uh, he sees in the world that he takes uh, incredibly extreme measures to try to stop it, uh, going from like hero to anti-hero to villain. Um, yes. So it made a ton of sense. I loved it. I think it was a great cameo. And for her character journey to go through that was so much better because they could have easily been like, you're an honorable person, boom, you're just automatically great. So I do, I do like that journey quite a bit. Yeah. Seeing uh, M'Baku have to deal with the vengeful Shuri, I thought was also very interesting that it, because of the promise he made to T'Challa to watch out for her, it pulls back on his character's kind of aggressiveness to see what that can do to a person. Right. Um, so they a big old soft. They make plans for war, and their plan is to go mm-hmm. to the Talokan's home turf, yeah. the ocean, and try and uh, beat them on a ship cliff. That they brought out there. Yeah, and they were like, where are they most strong? Yeah, let's go there. Let's well, go to the ocean. <laughs> well, then let me ask you this, strategist. How, how do you lure, lure them onto the land? Um, Speedos that show your dick off on the on the shore, and then everyone will just grab one. Except uh, Marvel will censor it. <laughs> True. What Get. about a water park? <gasps> oh. Uh, you turn off all the faucets real quick now you're before they can go gas. down the slides. Yeah. Oh, oh, and it just burns. What yeah. about <gasps> big cartoon signs that say whales are welcome? Yeah. <laughs> Whale come. <Yes. laughs> welcome to the Atacama Desert. Whales welcome here. The the sheer whale usage in this movie is I... There is no shortage. There was no shortage. I loved that one scene where the whale just sort of gives it like, oh, woo! and just like launched a bunch of them <laughs> yes. onto the ship. That was fun, right? That's a good SeaWorld ad right there, yeah. All right, so their plan is to get Namor into a ship and then microwave him until he's not powerful anymore. Um, he, of That's... course, ex- like everything you put in the microwave in a container... It exploded. I think that's one time that Wakanda's technology really was a little lackluster. Yeah. <laughs> Put him in the ship and then we'll just do it. Heat yeah. him up. Yeah. That was weird, right? No, it made sense to me. Um, you are going to justify everything, and I love that about you. Did anything it's a not great make movie. sense to you? This podcast doesn't make sense okay. to me. All right. <laughs> so uh, in the final fight, um, Shuri gets stabbed in the stomach uh, and is perfectly fine from it. 
Um, just yeah, get, like just like Okoye did with the car, missed every okay, vital so, organ. So I was thinking about this. Um, do you think that the suit has some built-in sort of like stuff to actually mend her up really fast? I, I thought it was paying homage to two things. One, Tony Stark fighting uh, Thanos. And then two, um, when Killmonger decides to finish in his own life, that, that he got the wound to the same area. Um, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's an oh, interesting that's a parallel. Point. Yeah. I think... Ryan Coogler really thought about. There was a lot of hate about how animati- animation and nonsense that last fight is between Killmonger, Killmonger and, and Black Panther. Yeah, it looked fake. It looked too yeah. like. But too, I yeah, think yeah, he, he was so smart and going very raw. Yes, and this was one of the best fight scenes we've ever seen. It in was the MCU. very raw. It was like yeah, it was visceral. Uh, like you felt it, like the sand going everywhere, like on that little island. It, it was really well That's done. Good. He really took the note from what was previously. Agreed. If I could make one small change to this last fight scene, mm-hmm. it would be when she is stabbed and on the rock that she then goes briefly into the spirit realm and her mother tells her there at that point, show them who you are so that then right afterward, you see her still escalating and still pushing more toward violence. And then she decides to pull back. Yeah, maybe I think you needed to go to the the brink of when she's about to kill Namor for her to have that vision. I kind of agree, but yeah, either way, I think it could work. um, I, I, I think I like her. Well, this is something we haven't really talked about, but uh, Letitia Wright as Shuri and the Black Panther. I like the idea of someone who's slightly less noble, a little bit more confused and disoriented, who's had this foist upon them as this really powerful figure who has to work through that. But Letitia Wright is a very distracting actress because of all the shit outside of the movie. There, there that was that. tough. It was in the background a little bit for me, which I didn't love. There's that, but even removing that, if you can, uh, she isn't at the same caliber as an Angela Bassett or a Lupita. I agree. It's tough to go up against them. Yeah. It is. They're, they're two of the they're giving best actors like Oscar working in the industry. Oscar-worthy like, performances. A, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. So it just made me like, couldn't one of them become the Black Panther? <laughs> I know. I, I would have liked it's, Nakia. You know, everything was justified at the end. Uh, Okoye was not part of the, the like structure of Wakanda in general. Um, obviously, Ramonda passed away. And yeah. then Nakia couldn't be Black Panther, which I kind of wanted the most. Yeah. Because she had this kid and everything. So I, I think ultimately it was justified that she was the person to go. And yeah. I just wish she didn't have a terrible backstory. So let's talk about the new status quo. Yeah. Um, Namor reveals that the one of the reasons why he accepted Shuri's terms of surrender was that now it makes them closer to being an alliance than before. It's an, at least an, an easy alliance. Um, Wakanda is now aware of this other superpower. Um, the possibility that there's other vibranium deposits elsewhere. The, the, we haven't talked about them at all, but... Um, Contessa Val and <gasps> Ever K. Ross, you Ever mean K. Ross, husband fav- and wife, our favorite divorce couple. Oh my god, they I are- love their side movie within this movie. <laughs> yeah, are, it was great. They're they aware of- didn't interact with any of the characters whatsoever. No. I loved it. Yeah. Uh, Ever it K. Ross did a little bit, but only like remotely. They, they almost almost made. Julia Ladri- uh, what's, what's Julia Louis Dreyfus. Ju- no, Valentina. Val- Valentina. Con- yeah, Valentina. They That's almost that. made Valentina's character like likable and almost heroic, and then they 
turned it at the last minute, and I appreciate it's that. A, I, I thought it was a very good reveal because it it's so low stakes, but that she was listening in on all the conversations. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was very fun. So very contested. I'm so excited for that future. And the future with Thunderbolts and Captain America is so heavily in this fucking movie. And I For sure. I, I think it's gonna be New World Order. Exactly. Yeah. Wakanda and, and Talokan are gonna play such a big role in all of that. And because Marvel will not mm-hmm. let you go through a movie now without some kid version of a character being I'm introduced. Pissed at them. And in a post-credit sequence, we see that the reason why Nakia did not come to the funeral was because she has she had a son with T'Challa, mm-hmm. who they named T'Challa, and they did not yet want to reveal or to burden him with the legacy of his father. I mean, to Ryan, your point, yeah, a lot of kidification of the MCU, but Kevin Feige is smart. He's like thinking about the next twenty years. I know these folks are going to like grow into this next generation of heroes. And so the MCU will be a 30 to 40 year project at the very oh, least. Yeah, totally. yeah. So, um, but this in this movie is how you do post credits. Now it, no one saw this coming and it was not, Oh, surprise. The red Hulk is here. It, yeah, it right. was a well done post credit scene. We can't have Nick Fury showing up anymore and doing that. So I was cliche. worried that they were going to have something about Kang and like the multiverse, you know? And oh. I'm like, and none of that, none of that was there. It was great. It kept yeah. very contained I, to what's happening in this universe. And Ryan Coogler said that this was always what he wanted for the film. So I, I do appreciate that that this was always built in. It justifies Nakia's actions a lot too. I, it's it was really well done. They sewed those that threads so pretty nicely throughout the movie about the at the very beginning dealing with burning these robes to um you know Nakia to Shuri not taking time for herself uh, and then Nakia offering like, Hey, if you ever need respite from this. Yeah. Um, so it kind of just really felt like a real continuation of the movie rather than something completely separate and different. Do you think um, uh, the next movie is going to be called too many black Panthers and everyone, there's going to be like 65 like black, like Panthers. black Panthers. I don't have black Panthers. <laughs> um, so I saw this movie in Mexico and it was in English, but with Spanish subtitles. Mm. So anytime a character spoke that something that wasn't in English, like uh, Zoshi is a language uh, in Wakanda, which is a real African language. Yeah. Um, or the, oh, what they spoke on Talokan, which is uh, this sort of Mesoamerican. Yucatan uh, uh, dialect. I can't remember. There's so many dialects in, in Yucatan Peninsula. So I'm sure when you guys watched it here in the United States, you got an English subtitle. Yeah. We got a Spanish subtitle. Oh. So I, my Spanish is not good at oh all. And I was like, I am using context clues like a motherfucker. <laughs> That's so, so funny. I so, didn't think of that. Uh, Adam and I saw it together with our friend Katie, a uh, friend of the podcast, Katie Ozog. Um, uh, the last scene with Namor we're talking about the Alliance, I had to piece that together through context clues. And <gasps> then Adam calling Andrew, his boyfriend, after the movie was like, well, what the fuck did Namor say? And so it's, I didn't know in the movie exactly what uh, was said. Yikes. Did you also not get this his speech with? Oh, no, I guess I guess that was in English when he was just saying that he's a mutant, which we need to talk well, yeah, about yeah, as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, no, uh, that was, he was in English. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he was talking to Shuri about that, so they were talking but, in English. But at the, at the end, that that part is where he is more menacing, and we're seeing a little bit more of Namor's. Uh, intentions and he's not being quite as upfront about stuff so yeah yeah you missed a great part his, yeah. <laughs> so his top advisor his i guess secondary advisor i don't know 
Um, oh, Namora. Well, Namora, yeah. Namora. Yeah, Namora and the other guy. Atuma. Atuma was killed. Atuma was killed. Namora, you know, criticizes him for basically surrendering, and he reveals, look, you know, there's a strategic we can still benefit alliance. from this. We we need to be opportunistic and smart. Yeah. Let's talk briefly about him being a mutant. And actually, I think is this the first time we are hearing the word mutant on screen? No, uh, we heard it uh, in Miss Marvel. Well, he said, "No, you that a, was a mutation. You have a this mutation. Is... Yeah. Oh, this is the first time he said, I'm a mutant. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I love the idea of him being the first mutant. I mean, it was it, through the comics all those years. So, like, this He's is the first completely mutant. justified. Yeah. Sometimes you just get wings on your little little ankles. Even with that Red Bull. Yeah. Did, is he going to regrow those? Like, what's going on with that? Yeah, sure. You know, why not? Yeah. That's how wings work, right? Regenerate. He's yeah. like, yeah. I'm, he just slaps some... Um, uh, Duct tape? Vi- I was going to say vibranium, but uh, yeah, yeah, that too, yeah. <laughs> it's vibranium this, vibranium that. What do you think their mezcal is like? Because those agave vibranium plants yeah. looked tasty as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so delicious. Do you know how it's good? It tastes a little metally. I'll say that. Do you know yeah. how it's good? Oh, it, what? It glows. <laughs> it so, glows. So we're going to talk about MCU Phase 4 writ large on a, on a different podcast, but this was the culmination of Phase 4. Uh, if you think about the other uh, movies that ended, there are various phases. Uh, the original Avengers ended Phase 1. Civil War ended Phase 2. And then Endgame slash Spider-Man Far From Home ended Phase 3. How do you think this works for you as like a culmination? As a culmination, not great. Um, it doesn't It doesn't fit with the rest of the what's been produced in Phase 4. But I do not think that it's this movie's fault. This movie is a shining star of the phase. I agree. That, but it feels so separate, and it feels so much more personal and intimate and different from a lot of other MCU films. Yeah. It annoys me that more films don't have the character and tone that this one does, even while still maintaining the Total, hostile. Totally. Yeah. It, it is self-contained, and it doesn't tie up the MCU, but it shouldn't have to. Other than like the misadventures of the divorcees, like... I, I this doesn't feel like a super MCU e movie, and I'm okay Sorry, with it. Sorry, the what? The misadventures of the divorcees. What are you talking about? Um, Ever- Everett uh, Ross and Everett Val- Ross. Oh, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, you didn't you didn't see that movie on the side? Yeah. Uh, no, I for some reason thought that was like a spinoff of the Real Housewives. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, which oh god, I don't think any movie could really fill that role because of how. Um, disparate Phase Four has seemed. Yeah, and I'm not shitting on Phase Four. There's a lot to like about it, but like. Phase one was like the gathering of the heroes, you know, into like one collective force. Uh, phase two was, you know, them being broken apart at, as a result of civil war and everything that led up to that. And then phase three was, you know, get them getting back together to face uh, an even larger threat and then ultimately dealing with it. Um, so I don't know what you could do for phase four. It's But why do we have to breastfeed everyone to be like this is connected to this and this and that like to bring back the wet nurse but like what the fuck is really love this analogy why do we why do we always have to justify everything what why kevin feige is like we gotta breastfeed these dumb (laughs) these these dumb dumb these rubes but let something just exist in this world without being like winky winky like like it's so stupid marvel is a victim of its own success in that regard because they've they've done too good a job of making everything connect so everything has to connect. <laughs> yeah, they really shot themselves. But, like, but in the comics, it's like, yeah, these all exist in the same world, but it doesn't... 
Like, if I read an issue of Daredevil, I don't need to read an issue of Avengers to understand just what so happened. Just so you know Spider-Man exists. And you're yeah. like, okay. Yeah, he's just swinging around, you know. Doesn't matter if he's in New York, Telecon, or Wakanda. Like, how are you swinging underwater, Peter? <laughs> There's a practical fair, reality yeah. that when you're starting the MCU and you're adding little pieces to build up a tower, there aren't there aren't a bunch of other considerations you have to make. Any step you make is just additive. When you've gotten to a point where everything is so established, making additional moves on top and making sure it still yeah. all fits and feels like it's cohesive and, and really everything is happening simultaneously is a lot harder. And I think that when you know we talk about Phase 4 more broadly, one of the things that we'll take away from it is that it's much more thematic than I think it is plot. I, I, yeah. agree. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that, and, and, and I think that's a great way to uh, one thing think about I, I want to spotlight is the visuals in it are just outrageously great. Yeah, it's so cool. It feels you, you can get very in a very tricky ground when you're going like underwater civilizations and everything. Yeah. We we've seen Aquaman and how stupid and how many octopus played the drums on that octopi. Sorry, yeah. Um, you can it can look really stupid. And it doesn't. It also feels separate than like an avatar, like when you go underwater. There, I didn't like how uh, in the final fight when they had the whales and stuff, mm -hmm. uh, they also had the Not CGI enough. rhinos come in and fight <laughs> the whales. <laughs> See, they improved on that too. Yeah, they that, really that was did. Dramatic. Yeah. I, no, no part of it looked. I don't think any part of it really looked bad. And I think that there was a lot of it that was extraordinarily exciting action scenes, especially with Namor flying around. Uh, totally controversial statement. Oh, no. um, even though um, I felt the like the loss of Chadwick Boseman, I like this more than the original Black Panther. I think this was a sequel that built upon uh, the promise of the first movie, which yeah. is a very good movie, but not without its flaws. This is a very great movie, but not without its flaws. I think they they the only thing that I would really really fix is Namor is like ninety percent of the way there. He needs that sexualization. Yeah. And the widow speak. Because the otherwise speak. <laughs> I feel like he's too much just, uh, you know, like a translation of Killmonger. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I would have. And I think we're going to get it later. I, I think by I the end of the movie, it shows that he's got a little bit more depth than he was letting on. Oh, depth. And Cute. I didn't mean to do that, but thank you. Um, But I, th I think if we spent more time with him, they purposely sort of like peppered him in so we could find out that stuff later. He's I, a little bit more menacing than I agree. Realize. I I kind of got a little bit of the flirtation uh, with him and Shuri. Like there was a little bit mm -hmm. of that, that kind of understanding of these two, you know, uh, monarchs or would be monarchs, like kind of you know interacting with one another. Uh, and when he like gives her like the this like gorgeous outfit, and Riri goes, no, 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 I've seen this movie before, Empire Strikes Back, Indiana Jones, I know where the shit leads. Don't fucking She's do like, it. I love all it. the rest of Disney properties. I'll yeah. tell you. Yeah, exactly. She counts <laughs> and them in all. In fact, I will. She's yeah. like, so let's go through Cinderella. No. <laughs> you know, I think so. There was a little bit of that, but yeah, I think having uh, a little bit more of the flirtation vibe, I think would have. Would have helped. Give I, me his dick. Give me his give dick. Give it to us. What do we always say? Give me his dick. Yeah. Give me dick um, or give me So death. And also, M'Baku being the yeah. actual king at the end. That's right. Yeah. Really fun. I hope Namor flirts with him. Anyways. Okay, let's move I on. I would yeah. watch the shit out of that <laughs> I know movie. We all would. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Talk about getting wet. Yep. Yeah. I, I think it's exciting. I think there's a lot of doors that are still left open mm -hmm. and that Shuri intentionally, once again, splitting apart the role of Black Panther and the ruler of Wakanda into separate positions. 
also mm-hmm. great. It's also, uh, we've gone so space-related and so big with these, like, crossovers now. I Wakanda has really brought it back to these Earth-level, like, issues and stuff like that that mm-hmm. I, I think we need again. So, like, why not think... Everyone wants to go bigger and bigger. I think we brought it back with yeah. this movie. So good good on them. Yeah. Any last thoughts? Uh, tip your wet nurses. Uh, <laughs> and don't be one of those breastfed sheeple <laughs> who needs to be coddled yeah. by things like plot and consistency. <laughs> Except the themes, you babies. Dum-dums. All right. That's been our issue. Um, you can check out our regular issues uh, that come out every Thursday. Um, we also have some great extra interviews and stuff that are going on. Um, watch, watch Black Panther again. Do it. Go, go see it's it. Called again. Wakanda. Forever. Yeah. Walk Wakanda forever. It's Wakanda. Two hours and forty minutes, give or take. Yeah, <laughs> I already made a length joke about the movie. All right, that's a better episode. Yeah, you can get us on Twitter, Homo Superior X, and 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 on Instagram at Homo Superior Podcast. Uh, we're gay. You're gay. The little homos. Bye. Bye.